Hello and welcome to the King's Place podcast. On this edition, we jump into the world of the Songlines Encounters Festival, a musical travelogue of undiscovered melodies and musicians from around the world. It returns to King's Place from the 5th to the 7th of June this summer. And who better to guide us through these events than its curator, Songlines Magazine's editor-in-chief, Simon Broughton, who will be joined by some of this year's musicians, singer Cheedham Aslan and violinist Anna Phoebe. Simon Broughton and I've curated this week of concerts that's happening at King's Place, Songlines Encounters and I'm here with Chidem Aslan, the singer who we're listening to in the song At the Café Arman. Chidem, the words say, I'm a little more tisa, playful and fickle. I sing in the Café Arman and have fun. Tell me, who is a Mortisa? What is a Mortisa? Uh, Mortisa is a character in the, uh, it's a female character in the, the rabbitical world she is a non-conformist woman who is kind of the opposite of a housewife. She's got a free spirit. She doesn't want a lover. <laughs> she wants a lover, but she doesn't want someone, you know, who's there constantly. She Does she have many lovers? Not necessarily, not mm-hmm. at the same time. She's, she likes to do whatever she wants to do. She's rough. At the same time, she's very gentle and she likes having fun. Tell me more about the Rebetica world. When and what does this mean? It's uh, <laughs> Rebetica is um, referred to as Mediterranean blues. It has origins in Asia Minor, Turkey. Turkey, and it developed in Greece after the population exchange. It's the music of others we can refer to. It's the music of underground. So, like the marginalised, marginalised groups, yeah. And is it, that because they were immigrants? into Greece, a lot of the people, because when Greece and Turkey went to war in 1922... Partly, yes, but also it's the music of economically lower-class people who cannot fit into, into society or who is not welcomed in the society. Before the population exchange, it existed in uh, Smyrna, Istanbul... Uh, or the Asian Asia Minor in general, in a different way. It was performed mainly in cafes, cafe amans, where people gathered, they smoked, they uh, improvised a lot and jammed, basically. There would be uh, instruments like violin, oud mainly, and sometimes canon also. But after the population exchange, and, and the musically, it would have makams, different scales of... Now, these the are the oriental scales. Oriental sound, yes. Yeah. And after the population exchange, during the first decades, the rabbitical music carried those elements, like makams, gets, uh, different scales, elements, to Greece. But then, with the invention of buzuki, it has changed, because they wanted to modernise the music mm-hmm. more, uh, westernise it. So that element slowly disappeared, Uh, it has changed. The themes, subjects, more or less stayed similar.
So just tell me a little bit more about this Café Aman song. What's, what's it sort of saying? What's the mood? What's it expressing? It's the story of Mortisa. She says, I want to have fun. I have lots of lovers offering me things, bribing me with meat, like this butcher offering me lamb, fishmonger offering me fish and all that, but I don't want to rely on them. I don't want to have them around me. I want to sing, I want to dance, I want to be myself and have fun, enjoy. Where did you get the songs from? Where did you learn them? This particular song, I first heard it uh, in uh, in an album called Anthology of uh, Songs of Smyrna. It's a traditional song, but in general, this this type of music, I I started to perform uh, in 2000 when I was at at Istanbul University. Uh, we were doing, we were performing songs of different ethnic groups of Turkey. I sang in Greek, I sang in Kurdish, I sang in Ladino, uh, Armenian also. So that was a project. But I liked Rebetiko so much that I carried on uh, listening to it more in depth. And the more I listened to it, the more, you know, the songs that came on board. I particularly focused on the songs from 1920s and 30s because I wanted to pay tribute to the musicians who migrated from Asia Minor to Greece and carried their roots, whatever they created, all these songs, uh, carries their roots. So I wanted to reflect that a little bit. You, um, you mentioned Smyrna which is yeah. now known by the Turkish name Izmir. And there's a song you, you sing called Little Dervish, which is about the sort of nostalgia for yeah. Smyrna and emigration. Tell me a little bit about that. I chose that song because it reflects that pain so well. I mean, it gets to you that even you don't even if you don't understand the lyrics, you can feel the pain. And the lyrics say that I'm thrown out of my homeland and I sing my sorrow away in Café Amand, singing, drinking, smoking. So it gives you a picture of, of these people's lives, how it was affected after, a, after this catastrophe, let's say. I think one of the lovely things about this album and indeed the live performances I've seen is the instrumental group that you're working with too. You know, there are some fantastic players there of... Turkish and Greek and... English. Uh, yes, yeah, I mean, the, inst- the instruments in a way. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah. yes, it's a very, it's a very, of course, multi-ethnic... Oh, yeah, group. yes. Tell me some of the instruments, some of the sounds that go, belong to this music. Yeah, we've got uh, violin and oud on some of the songs. Oud, uh, yeah. Canon uh, 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 on many of the songs. Uh, I've got clarinet. So these were the instruments traditional instruments of this music but we also you have buzuki in here too don't buzuki you? as well yeah yes of course buzuki as I, as i explained earlier belongs to the later years of rebetiko so i wanted to include all these elements 
I've got uh, songs from 1920s and 30s, but also I have songs from 1950s, which shows the development of the music in a way. So Buzuki is there also, of course. But I also have double bass guitar uh, because I wanted to include the Western side of it also. To have it, I wanted to make it more applicable to non-Greeks, non-Turks. You mean that's something that makes it more accessible for somebody outside? The tradition. Yeah. yeah, somebody outside the tradition. I guess the question is why why sing these songs? You know, historically perhaps they're interesting, but why sing them in 2014? In literature, there is a method called rewriting. You rewrite a book from one of the less important characters in in the book. So I guess what I'm doing with this music is rewriting the same story from the point of view of Mortises, let's say. That's what I want to do, yeah. Now, you grew up in Istanbul, and there are songs here, not just in Greek, but also in, in Turkish. Yes. So we're, we're going to play one of the, the Turkish songs. Tell, tell me about the, the girl from Ushak. Ushak, yeah. also exists in uh, Greek uh, and Turkish. Yeah, there are some songs here in both languages. Both languages, yeah. But I, w- I chose to sing this in uh, Turkish particularly because my Greek band members uh, suggested that the Greek lyrics were not that great. <laughs> That's what they said. Because the majority of the songs on the album are in Greek. I wanted to have some just Turkish songs also. This song is about a girl who is getting married and this was recorded in 1950s in America but there's also earlier recordings from Turkey by Nedime Hanım. It's a very simple song which reflects the simplicity of uh, folk tradition. Uh, that's another reason why I chose to sing it. And do you take anything from the way Nedime Hanım sings? Uh, yes, of course, she's very playful. When she sings it, I mean, the the song is is very it's a happy song. It's a it's at the end of the day. It's about a girl who's getting married. It's a talented girl. It's probably it was sang in uh, the henna nights, which is the day before the the actual wedding day, where all the women would gather and sing a song, and dance, and probably uh, as they put henna to the bride's palm. Yeah, she sings it in a very playful way. I wanted to keep it that way. Artık gelin oluyorsun başı telli duvaklı kız Uşak So that's the girl from Ujak, sung by Chidem Aslam. Now, we've been joined here by violinist Anna Phoebe, and she's also playing in Songlines Encounters. Actually, the night before, Chidem's playing on the 7th of June, 
Anna's playing on the 6th of June. Now, uh, Anna, you've played with... You've got your own group now, but you've played with a lot of celebrated groups, including Oi Vavoy and um, Jethro Tull. Tell me about the Jethro Tull connection, Anna. Well, it happened when I was touring in the States. I was touring with a symphonic... Disney meets metal extravaganza called Trans-Siberian Orchestra. A fan from, from there actually emailed Ian and said, there's a violinist who I think you should collaborate with. And uh, I opened my inbox one day and there was an email from Ian Anderson saying, would you like to collaborate and join me on tour? So I, of course, said yes. And when I came back home from tour, I picked him up at Hybron Islington in my clapped-out little Peugeot. And we went round to my living room and we played some music together. And that sort of was the start of a... A long-running kind of... It's developed into a friendship, really, now, but he's a complete idol and mentor in terms of the fact that he mixes so many musical styles, the fact he's had a career that's spanning over 40 years, the fact that he knows the music business inside out, so... Now, Anna, you're also someone who mixes different styles in your, in your music. What can we expect on June the 6th at Songlines Encounters? Well, I don't think there'll be any knee slides across the stage. <laughs> I think um, anyone creative, when, when you put out an album or you're, you're working on new material, it's always a reflection of where you are at that point in your life or where you've kind of come from the previous years and it all amalgamates into your new material. And, and the last four years I've been working with Nicholas Ritzy and these musicians from London. Nicholas is the guitarist, Nicholas is yeah. the guitarist, yes. And uh, Francesco Lucidi, who's on drums, he's Italian. I've got Eve Fernandez who was born in France, he's on, he's on bass and I've got Simran Gali who he plays the um, North Indian classical uh, style tabla, uh, he's a Sikh warrior but he's the only one in the band who was born and bred British, <laughs> so it's a kind of a very sort of diverse, what do you expect of London really, together we've created, I wouldn't say it's a, a completely new sound but it's um, a return to my earlier stuff which is a mixture of Eastern classical, Middle Eastern gypsy kind of folk roots um, so that's what we'll hopefully find find ourselves listening to on on six of june Anna, so how did you begin with the violin? What's your musical background? Was it a classical training you had? Um, so my mother, she plays the violin. She's always done that as a hobby for hers, and I think she works as a social worker. So I think coming home after a really hard day's work or a hard week's work, she she found her sort of her relaxation through music. And so we've always had music in the house. But my parents listened to a wide variety of styles. We were taken to classical musical concerts from the age of four, you know, expected to sit quietly throughout our whole concert. Uh, my parents used to play anyone from the Pogues at home to, to jazz to um, Maria Faranturi. My, my father's half Greek, so I remember this going, actually going to see uh, Faranturi in Greece. It was an outdoor concert. I went with my father, and that was a kind of bonding experience and also just a sensational um, inspiration, I think, for what's playing live can be like and, and music from different cultures so I've grown up with lots of different inspirations but my mother playing the violin was definitely one of them.
how did you arrive at the particular mix of instruments or in- instrumentalists that we get on this new album between the shadow and the soul? Um, well, I met uh, Nick Nicholas Ritzy through it was through Ivor Voy actually because he heard an I- the Ivor Voy um, album "Traveling the Face of the Globe," which I played on. And he also heard that at the same time that I was hosting, I used to host a radio, a radio show, Total Rock Radio, it was a rock radio show. I think he thought it was a bit strange, this kind of mix, someone, someone who likes hard sort of rock music, but also someone who likes world music and the mix of the two. That's kind of his background as well as Eastern Classical. He was in a band at the time and still is a band called Jerogen, where these musicians are all from. So I kind of, I stole came the band. Came snatched them. <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially how it came about. Do you, do you want to um, select a bit of music? Well, maybe the title track to, to end up with, Between the Shadow and the Soul. What's, what's the inspiration behind the title or the music? Well, well, the, well the title uh, comes from a Pablo Neruda um, poem, the, the Chilean poet and uh, politician. And for us, it's, it's about, about mixing your external influences with that eternal, that voice of the music, the soul, which carries through everything that we do, and it's a and, and this is the the last track on our album. You're working with musicians from various backgrounds, and do you find, you know, creating uh, an album like Mortisa, you're also correcting people's styles or advising people, or maybe you're helping each other on on the style of the music and how it's played? Exactly, we're helping each other out. As long as we've got an open mind towards others, that's what my experience has been creating Mortisa. Everything is more easier, you know, moves uh, more smoothly. That's uh, what happened because the musicians, especially the English musicians who performed on the album or who performed um, in my concerts, obviously they're very eager to learn. The fact that I bring Greek or Turkish musicians to collaborate with English musicians is creating another um, element which is quite important, I think. Anna, do you think there's a danger when one mixes all these things together, you can end up with a sort of soup that doesn't really have any identity? Um, well, I think that's a, a, a fair comment to, to say. I would say, I think as long as your voice, which I guess in, in my album, the violin is the central voice, as long as your voice has a distinctive style and it's true to yourself, then I think everything else is a dialogue and it's open most musicians who I really look up to, I mean, I mentioned Ian Anson, but Kayan Kalhor, yeah. uh, Yo-Yo Ma, Edgar Meyer, these are people who, they, they, they are open. They have their own intimate relationship with their instrument, but they are open for dialogue with other musicians. And I would say that's something that I find very inspiring and that's something I look up to. So there is a danger that that traditions like Simran Gali, our tabla player, because it's all done by ear and it's passed on generation to generation, it is dying out. And I think to keep these traditions alive, I think, is very important and I think should be encouraged. But at the same time, you know, we live in the 21st century. It's a global economy, it's a global market, and it's a global discussion. And actually, through music, you can truly break down so many barriers and use it uh, as communication. Uh, The way I look at it, when you experiment on 
folk music, as long as you take it somewhere and bring it back to its roots, I think it's, it's fine. <laughs> There should be room for improvisation. The festival begins on Thursday the 5th of June with Family Atlantica and Dobe Nahore. Anna Phoebe, who you've just heard from, plays on Friday with Awana Catalina Chitsu and on Saturday you can hear Iranian Kamancha player Kehan Kalor in conversation with Simon. And finally, Cheedam Aslan is playing alongside Kehan Kalor and Ali Barami Fard. You've been listening to a King's Place podcast. For more details about these events and ticket links, please visit kingsplace.co.uk forward slash songlines. Thanks for listening.